that the Levium would recite in the Beis HaMikdash as a, when they would sing alongside the Karbonus when the Karbonus were being brought which was of course the uh, Aved of the Levium that they sang when the Karbonus were being brought and Shiras Hazina was one of those Shiras that they used this is what the, how the Rambam puts it in Hilchus Tmidin Umasafim in the laws which are associated with the regular Karbonus and Musafim, the one special to the Yom special occasions. The Musafim Shabbos Aymerim Shiras Hazinu. By the Karbon Musaf that was brought on Shabbos, they would say Shiras Hazinu. They divided the entire Shira into six separate sections, which are, we can be known from Haziv Lach, the sections beginning with Hay, which has Hazinu. Zion is Chayri Mais Eilam, the Yud is Yarkiveyu Abamasi Oretz, the Vav is Vayar Hashem Vayinotz, the Lamed is Lu Chachmu Yaskilu, and the final one is the Chav Ki Esel Shemaim Yodi. So they divided it in each week, they said a separate one of those sections. So after every six weeks, they will go back to the beginning. Kedar Shakayri Mais Abishisha Bebesak Nessus, and it's divided in the same way as it's read in the Sefer Torah when we read Parsha Sazinu. So those are the stops that are made. Shani is at Zechariah Maisolam and so on. And that's where you call up the new person for the new Aliyah. So we have to understand. The content of Shirus Sazinu is more rebuke. It's more in the nature of reprimand, reproach and so on. Bizas does bring sich eichla alocha. In fact, it's uh, is brought in alocha al tachidush in in a way that sort of brings uh, brings uh, attention to it. With the Rambam zokt and lost villa, as the Rambam says in the laws of davening, kol oil likrus b'teira to seich b'dabatayv. Whoever, whenever someone gets an aliyah, where the aliyah begins, you begin with something good, some some positive message. And saying b'dabatayv, and you conclude with something also on a positive note. But a parshas azinu, the first person reads until zecharim meisaylam, or etc. Et and so on, as we already went through it. On the rechen toys beprati is velcha chelik melein fasheni shlishu rivich hamishu v'shishin. The Rambam actually numerates each stop as we already did it um, earlier. On his mesayim, he concludes v'lama paiskin babinyanis elu. So why do we end? the Aliyah with often a, a negative message like a reproachment message which is not normally done usually we end on a positive note why do we do it here? it's because these are reproachment which will bring the people back to Tshuva that's why we end it on those notes because that's the, the message of Azinu is that we need to do Tshuva so what seem techache on shira zayin tzvei bazundere on noch mer hepech tigezachen inyanim. The the concept of techache, which means reproachment, and shira, which means a song, a song of praise, are very different types of, uh, you know, styles of, of uh, of writing. 
of a message, very different types of messages. In fact, they're contrary to each other. A song of praise is a, a very positive thing, celebratory, and teichacha, reproachment, rebuke, is something the oppo- very much the opposite. So how do you call hazinu, which is full, as Rama points out, it stops our, on, an, on a reproachment note, how do you call it a shira? What makes it into a shira? The fact that the Torah refers to it as Ashira, as he says, Ashira is the Ramban. The Ramban explains regards, in regards to this, Ashira. It was called by the name Shira Ki Yisrael Yoimru because the Yidden when they say it when it's recited, it's said with a tune with a song. And it's also when it's written out in the Sefer Torah, it's written broken up as you as a shira is written similar to in a way to uh, Yashir and so on the style of writing is different the uh, grouping of the words is different than the normal writing of a ta- in the Torah and the reason for this is because songs the shiras are written in the Sefer Torah with breaks in between the words which is where the tune the melody is inserted where those breaks are. So in other words, because it's done in a melodic way, so therefore it's written and broken up where the melody fits in, is what the Ramban says. In other words, the Ramban gives a reason why it's called a shira, even though the content of it is very different. It's a movement, but it's understood. But it's difficult to say that for these reasons, because some, uh, there's some uh, melody that's associated with it, that's the reason why the, uh, these were chosen, that the Levim should say it alongside a Musaf on Shabbos, together with the Korban Musaf on Shabbos. And we see this when we examine the other sections that the Levim sang by the Korban Tomid on a daily basis, as well as Shabbos. And we, and we examine those words. Although most of them are not written in the style of a shira, the sections that they sing in Tilim and so on are not written in the, in the style of a shira, nor the far is shira The reason those sections were chosen, it's basically the shir shalyayim that we say in davening, which are the sections that the Leviim sang along the carbon tomit of that day, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. It's if you want to look in the city, you'll see what they said. And the reason those sections were chosen is because the what it, the content of it is praise to Hashem for different things that He did. Starting from what they said on Sunday, the whole world belongs to Hashem. As the Gemara says, the reason this one was chosen is because He acquired and He made available to us and He rules over His world. That's what, uh, that's Lashem Aratzim Loya. Bissum, that what happened on Sunday, that's when it happened, so and so they sang that on Sunday. And then it goes through numerating different reasons why each section was sang on that day. Bissum Shir B'yem Shabbos, until it concludes with the song that was written for the Korban Tamid on Shabbos. Mizmer Shir B'yem Shabbos, a song for the Yem Shabbos, L'yem Shukul Shabbos. Two reasons are given for it. One is 
a song onto the day which is complete Shabbos, a day which will come where the whole world, everything will be in a, in a level of Shabbos, other Hashem Shabbos, or because Hashem rested on that day. So also what was saying at the Korban Tamid in the afternoon of Shabbos, Mincha of Shabbos, which is the Oz Yashir and the Psukim therein. So those are so all those have a content of Shira. So even though the Rambans gives a reason why it's called a Shira, but the content doesn't seem to be Shira. So the question is why on the Mus by for the Musaf of Shabbos sections were chosen which don't seem to fit with the idea of Shira of a song of praise, which all the other uh, songs that Levim sang by all the other days and even on Shabbos in the morning and by Mincha were all Shira of the content of Shira songs of praise. Even when we talk about the fact that the Torah calls it Hashira Azais and Torah Taichtoch the Targum, the Targum does say Ados is Tushbachta that it is a praise. Bizaz does Ved Gebracht als eine von die Shiras was Samer Al Maldain. In fact, this is brought as listed as one of the ten shiras which are said in this world before Mashiach. Was the other shiras and an oif all oif toivus or chasadim geluim for neivish and all the other nine are songs of praise, thanking Hashem for the good things that He did for us, the kindness that He showed us. Anoim dik for mizmer shiliyim Shabbos, beginning with. Mizmer Shirli and Shabbos was Adam Arishon had gezogt when Asi Yomet Shabbat ba'egin alei when the day of Shabbos came and protected him, so he felt a, a need to thank Hashem for that protection that Shabbos protected him. Bis to the tenth Shira was mevet zogn bekarim mamish arayz ginik v'golus until the last one, the tenth one, will be the one that we sing on the way out of Golus. So those are the ones that are sang during our, the, you know, the period of creation that we are in. And this one, Shiras Hazin, is also one of those ten. So we have to understand what is the praise, what, what, why is it called a Shira if it doesn't deliver words of praise? The fact that the whole parsha is called a Shira, we can understand. In other words, if you look at the whole thing in unison as one big, long, um, section, all six together, can be understood why they're called Shira. Because in there is found, in the Shira, towards the end, is found the Hashem assuring us that there will be a Geula in the future. As is, as is found at the end of the Shira, as well as also at the beginning of the Shira. Um, if you like the very last words of the Shira that we will sing the other nations will praise the Jewish people because Hashem has taken revenge for the blood of the Jews that was spilled all along in Golos and, and so on that, uh, talking about the, the future what will happen in the future when Mashiach comes so as a whole we can understand that it's a you know talks about Mashiach good, good stuff is happening but if you, but they, nobody said the entire Shira on a, any given Shabbos. On any given Shabbos, we only said one sixth of the Shira. It was divided over six Shabbosim. 
Now you had the chelik peder in another Shabbos. Each section of the six was said on a different Shabbos. Shisha prokim, as it was divided into six sections, b'chol peder b'chol Shabbos, one section for each Shabbos. As we said before, is nishmuva, and so then we have to understand bishling that by the ersta prokim from the shira, we can understand in regards to the first sections of the shira mitzayatayim with their with the content in those six, in those few first ones from the Mevishnah's Tavis of a sudden scene where it describes Hashem's kindness to the Jewish people now Zoy Eich the Letzter Prokem also the end Prokem Vu the Revishtiz Maftiach Hazavet Zay Nishmachal where Hashem guarantees us that He will never destroy the Jewish people now Sof Sof that in the end they will be Zoycha they will merit the final redemption is moving so that we can understand about those sections at least that in in and why they should be called Shira Hashem doing kindness, Hashem assuring us of Mashiach coming. But there is also the sections in between, which talk about the great descent of the Jewish people in Dinyani Einish and the, the, the punishments that will come and so on. So, how could we describe these sections when we take them just that section alone? Which did happen because there were certain Shabbosim in which they read only that section which talks has negative connotations it talks about it doesn't have the shira theme in it so how can we call those on them as al shira how can we accept those as a shira in Zeibashtim and Shabbos in the Shabbos in which they were saying by the Levim together with the Korban Musaf so if you look at the whole picture fine if you look at the whole thing as a, and as a whole there are elements of Shira at the beginning, at the end, but if you t- divide them into six sections, there are Shabbosim in which no content of Shira was saying at all. Talib, the Chalukah, Loidi, Simonifun, Hazivlach. In regards to what we said before, that it's divided into Hazivlach, as I went through the, the uh, Hazinu, Zechair, and so on. Zainafaran Kamadez, there is a few opinions, different, two different opinions about wh- which where the beginning and the end is Umehem uh, some of those opinions are Lefi Pirish Rashi according to Rashi Hotman dem Fertn Shabbat Gizokt Simen Vav Funaziv Veyar Hashem Vayinatz it begins with the Vav stands for the Pasuk Veyar Hashem Vayinatz which is the way we do it Biz Simen Lamed Fun Lach Lulekas Oyev until Lamed which went not as we do it, but it goes two psukim before. We, according to the way we read it, it goes for lu chachmu yaskilu. But two psukim before that is lule kas oyev agor, which is also a lamed. And Rashi says it's referring to that pasuk. Was their peirik red blazing them einish from Eden? And if you look at this uh, section, if beginning from vayara shem vayinutz until lule kas oyev. It only describes negative things about the Jewish people. Maybe not about, but uh, but uh, penalties and so on. similarly also is the the fifth section, which begins from Lulekas Oyev, as opposed to Luchachmu, Bischaf until the letter Chaf, which is Kiyadin Hashem Amay which ends much earlier than the way we ended. It ends at Kiyodin Hashem Amoy, as opposed to Ki Es El Shemayim, which is a few psukim later. 
Fos biz darten that if you're read only if you're reading only up to Giyad Nashem Amoi, heyid leim Moshe did it to Chacher. Moshe Rabbeinu was giving them words of rebuke. Liyus Hashira Azayis Leich Atavelein Peronis that this this Shira is a testimony to them that they will suffer punishment. So that section also is only speaks only of negative things. It, it, it can hardly be called a Shira. So section 4 and 5, at least according to the way Rashi uh, divides it, seems to be all divrei There doesn't seem to be any subject of Shira there. Like to say that look for Rambam. If you look at the way the Rambam divides it, is Haraviyim in Vayarashem Vayinutz ad Luchachmu. The fourth section is from Vayarashem Vayinutz until Luchachmu. But says Kailu the pasuk Lule Kaas Oyev Agar, which includes in it also the pasuk Lule Kaas Oyev Agar, the Siba of Shlilus Akliya, that Hashem said. This is the reason that Hashem has decided that He will never destroy the Jewish people because of the anger, you know, uh, of the what the other nations will say. And so at least it has that. There's a reason why they will not be destroyed. And the fifth section which starts from until Esel And there is also contains the Psukim that he will be comforted by uh, he will uh, good things about the Jewish people. And then it says he raises his hand and as an oath, which are already talking words of comfort on Yeshua's Hashem and the way Hashem will help the Jewish people. So the way the Rambam divides it, we at least have a little bit a pasuk or two, which have also a positive shira content to it. Kumto is what comes out. As loyt chalukas Rambam is nushtar kampeirik from the vav prakim. According to the way the Rambam divides it, there isn't even one section of the six sections. Also, anhalten bloys divriperanis, which only have uh, uh, content of rebuke. Val oich di tzvei mitl mitlste prakim, because even the the fourth and fifth is the middle sections. Habmen ezich from divritam chumim also have some message, some positive, uplifting message. But not according to Rashi. Alpha became his move, and still it's understood as Eichlit Ladasa Rambam. Even according to the way the Rambam divides it, is this Nish Maspik Amazoldem Teichem and the Tzvei Prokim Anruf and Shirul Hashem. It's still difficult <coughs> to call those sections, even though they do have some um, message, uplifting message, but it's very difficult to call it a Shira. Even not the fifth section, Vibaldas the Gresta tail from the Psukim Bahapeirik, since most of the of the majority of the section of the Psukim of that section are uh, rebuke and so on. The if they were smart enough, they would realize and so on, and as it goes on, on Avadanish from the Peregrivi is certainly not the fourth section, which is full full of Words of rebuke, varum lulekas oyev is dachmachmas beemes ateichacha kumuvan, because even the pasuk which says that if not for what the goyim would say, I would have destroyed them. Even that is really a rebuke. In other words, the yidden themselves didn't really deserve that they should be protected, but because Hashem doesn't want the goyim to be able to say anything, so therefore He protects them. As beloys tzulib kasev, so in truth that is a that is a rebuke to the Jewish people if not for what the Goyim will say if not for not, 
if not for what the Goyim would say, Hashem would, would wipe them out, God forbid. So that, can that be called a divrei shira? That we ourselves don't deserve to be protected only because Hashem doesn't want, is embarrassed by what the Goyim would say, so to speak. I mean, so to speak, embarrassed. So to summarize, the question is, they sang this shira as, uh, alongside when they were bringing the carbon Musaf and Shabbos divided into six sections, but the, most of it, the, the vast majority of it, and in certain days it is almost exclusively words of rebuke. So how do you call that a shira? Why, was the, why were they chosen to be read with the carbon Musaf and Shabbos? Hey. So one, perhaps we can say as the Rambam himself uh, alludes to this and he sort of answers it if you look closely at the wording. The Lashna Gemara is the way the Gemara puts it is, um, the, uh, words it he, the Gemara says what did they say by the Musaf by the carbon Musaf of Shabbos what did the Levim say Amar Avchanan, Amar Rav, Avchanan, the name of Rav said. Avchanan said, Rav said, Haziv Loch. They said Haziv Loch, and we know already what Haziv Loch is. It's the division of Shiras Hazinu, and that's what the Gemara assumes that we know what it is. Amar Avchanan, Avchanan said, Amar Rav, Kederos Shacheltkin Kan. The way that it's divided here, Haziv Loch, for the with the way the Levim sang it in the Beis HaMikdash, Kach, Chelkin, Bebeis HaKnesses, that's also how we divide it in the Shul, when we read Pashas Azinu, where to call up the next person. In Rambam, is over the Loshan, the Rambam has it slightly differently. He says, on the Musaf of Shabbos, they would say, Shiras Azinu, and they divided it into six sections, Haziv Lach, the way it's read in the shul, that's, you know, the way it's divided when you read from the Torah in the shul. And they would say a section each Shabbos, one of those six sections each Shabbos. When they concluded the, all six sections over six weeks, they would begin again from the beginning the following Shabbos. So first of all, the Rambam is Mishana, the Rambam changes some of the wording in the Gemara in, uh, in two different ways. First of all, the Seder Enyanim, the order of things. How, what's the change? In Gemara, the Gemara says the way it was divided by the Levim, that's how we divide it in the Shul. As the Chalukah Bebeis HaKnesses is Kederach Vita Chalukah Khan, that the division in the Shul is based on the way they did it in the Beis HaMikdash, the Levim saying. And the Rambam Zakfaket, the Rambam says it the other way around. As the Chalukah Da, that the, the, the way they divided it, the Levim divided it in the Beis HaMikdash, is Kederach Shekaira Moise Bebeis HaKnesses, the way we read it in the Shul. So the Rambam makes the Shul the center, that's where it was divided, and then refers to that in order to explain how the Levim sang it. And the Gemara it's presented the opposite way. The way it was the, sang by the Levim, that's how we also do it in the Shul. So that's one change. The second change is the Loshim for Gemara, the, uh, the wording in the Gemara, Shechalukim. The, the Gemara says it's divided into Haziv Loch, into those six sections. But Rambam, Rambam calls it Shekairim Oysa Shishu It's red 
in you know six uh, different sections. So why does it, the Ramam change it from it's divided into six sections to it's read in six sections? And then, besides for making small changes, is a massive. The Ramam also adds to what the Gemara said. First of all, he adds betchilus of Shani at the beginning. By Musaf of Shabbos, they would say Shiras Azinu Azivloch. Mashenki in the Gemara state blois Azivloch. Whereas in the Gemara it doesn't say they say Shiras Azinu, which is divided into Azivloch. That's how the Rama puts it. The Gemara just simply says they say Azivloch, and we know what it is. Number a different uh, addition of the Rambam. Besim l'shani at the very end. Gomru ashira b'shabat b'shish shabbosas when they concluded the shira over six shabbosim chayz on the reish they would go back to the beginning. The Gemara doesn't mention anything about that. V'yeshloimar. So in order to address and explain these changes, one could say as the Rambam is mevar bekolonal dem geder from shiras azid b'musaf shabbos. The Rambam is trying to define what is the reason, how, what is the meaning of reading Hazinu over Shabbos, by the Musaf of Shabbos the Shiras HaPeri B'chol Shabbos is Nishta Shira B'fnei Atzmai what he's trying to say is the Shira, the singing that Levian did of a section of Hazinu every Shabbos by the Korban Musaf is not to be seen that each section is a Shira unto itself Abazunder Shira Peirik by the Musaf Prati it's not to be seen that Shabbos, this Shabbos, we're going to read this Shira, which is section 4 of Parsha Zazinu. Nor, rather what it is, in Yedrim from the Mesafish Shabbos, Aymrim Shira Zazinu. The Rambam is making the whole thing into one big Shira. Hazinu is seen as a Shira only when it's seen in the full context of the entire Shira. And on every Shabbos, they read a section of the Shira. Not that every section of, Mus, of the Shira Zazinu is a Shira. The whole thing is a Shira. Every Shabbos we read a section of it. Yet of Pedekin is Shira Zazinu. Every section is a part of Shira Zazinu. Allah proclaims that in Ein Chefzer Shira Zazinu. They have to be seen as each section of the six, even though the section that you might be reading this week is not onto itself a happy, uplifting message. But it's part of Shiraz HaZinu. It, we're reading from Shiraz HaZinu on this Shabbos. Which section? This particular section. What's in that section? Doesn't matter. It's part of the whole Shiraz HaZinu. So the, every Shabbos you have to read Shiraz HaZinu. Shiraz HaZinu was read every Shabbos. Nor the Din Shiraz HaMasafi Shabbos I but when the people that are going to be singing Shira Sazinu, meaning the Levim, of course, but looking at what they are going to be doing that, Shabbos is Ein Perik, they are only going to be reading one section of Shira Sazinu. But every Shabbos we read Shira Sazinu. What do the Levim sing on that Shabbos? One section. You say to even more, as is Ein Sivoy of Allah Shabbosis. And even more, the whole thing is, it's not to be seen as, on Shabbos number one, you read these psukim. On Shabbos number two, you read these psukim. Every Shabbos for the Korban Musaf, we read Shabbos Azinu. That's the mitzvah. Read Shabbos Azinu. Now, the people that were reading, singing, sorry, they were singing Shabbos, uh, uh, Parshas Azinu, 
Shiras Hazinu, they sang only one section of it, a few psukim of that Shira. But the mitzvah is sing Parshas Hazinu by Musaf of Shabbos. Not sing a section of it. Sing Parshas Hazinu. And the is the Rambam Dom Moisif Madgish. That's why the Rambam adds these words. Because he wants to emphasize that. And you, it was divided into six sections. Similar to how we divide it in the shul. The mit is a madgish. So what he's trying to emphasize over here is the issue isn't, his purpose over here is not to point you to where it ends and where it begins. Nor, but rather, for the most part, he's trying to say, what he's trying to say is that we read Ha'azinu. That's the, the message. Of course, he also tells you where it's broken up. But the point is that it's all to be seen as one reading, as a reading of Ha'azinu. Just like in the shul, when you read Shiras Ha'azinu, so we re- we're reading the whole Shira. Of course, we divide it into six sections. As Malayin Dezex Prokim Als Enkriya, when we read it in the Shul, the fact that we br- uh, break it up into six sections st- doesn't take away from the fact that we're reading the entire Shira. That's what we're reading on that Shabbos. Al Derazeh, in a similar way, is the Amira Nusafish Shabbos, Bebeis Amigdash. The singing, the saying of the uh, Shira Sazinu by, by the Karb Moser of Shabbos in the Mesa Migdash, Ein Amir Shira. It's to be seen as we read Parsha Sazinu. Shabbos. It's only that rather than actually going through the entire thing every Shabbos, we read one section of it. But the, the idea is we're reading Parsha Sazinu. That's why he makes a comparison, a clear comparison to the shul that we call, we read, just like we read Pasha Zazinu in the shul. So it's not that we read a section, it's we read Pasha Zazinu. That's why here too, we're to see it, we're to understand it as reading Pasha Zazinu, even though this Shabbos, only one section is going to be read, just like each person that's called to the Torah on Shabbos is, is only going to read one section. On the river, and therefore, then hastes as mahot makaim given amirish has hashira, but mesafish shabbos. When can you say that we read shiras hazinu on shabbos? Then gomru hashira b'shisha shabbosis. Of course, if you take the sum total of all the six readings of all the six shabbosim, so then you've read the entire shira. That's why he says that we we finish the whole thing and then we go back to the beginning just to point out that the idea here is not reading one section, but reading the entire shira. It's to be understood as reading the entire shira. Vibal does their din shira main do nishdem zog mechol Shabbos. Abazun de perik von azivloch. And since now that we're saying that the fact that, we, that when we read every Shabbos, it's not to be seen as reading one section, but rather... That we, that we read each section as a separate thing. Then we would have the problem as we can Because if you would say that every Shabbos you need to say one section of Shiras Azinu, so then you might think, well, we'll choose which, whichever one we want. 
um, it's possible there's an option perhaps that you can choose a random section or maybe you don't have to go back to the beginning maybe you go back to a favorite reading and so on if it's not about saying the whole shira and, and making an, an entire shira making a whole thing saying the whole shira zazinu, so then you might think you pick, a, you pick and choose you know, your favorite one so he says, no, it's not to be seen as reading sections of Hazinu, nor Oimrim Shiraz Hazinu Kula Altsein Khativa. Rather, it's to be seen as saying the entire Shira. It has to be said, the entire thing has to be said. The Far, and therefore, Firta is the Rambam, as Gomer Hashira Beshish That's why he points out, he. He points that out by saying that when you finish the first cycle, you go back to the beginning again. In other words, there is no section read, whichever one you want. It's the idea is we say the entire shira. It's to be seen as one body of shira, and that we say it divided up into six shabbosas. You finish, you go back to the beginning, and so on. That answers the question, of course, that even though there are some sections of, in, in shira sazinu which are difficult to call shira, and that we're reading only that section on a given shabbos. The point is, we're not reading a section. We're reading Shiraz Hazinu. This Shabbos, this section is what we read. But we see it as the entire Shira, and the entire Shira as a whole can easily be called a Shira. It talks about very many uplifting, a number of uplifting messages in there. Vav, the Nukudu Fungans Parshas Hazinu als ein Shira is Muvenis. This idea of the entire Parshas Hazinu as a Shira can be understood. All the details of this shira, even the ones which are rebuke and so on. It talks about the sins of the Jewish people and the penalties that they may get. Bring out not only that Hashem is a rock and and and, uh, and honest and so on, that all of His ways are uh, are truth and judgment. He's a person, and not a person, but he's a God that can be, uh, we can put our faith in him, and there's nothing, he's a tzaddik, and uh, straightforward, and so on, there's nothing uh, wrong that he does. Which is said at the very beginning of the shira. Which are positive messages, but it's not the kind of message that brings out this great over, you know, joyful uh, feeling. Nor as alim urois von Eden, but rather what is the central theme of the Shira is that whatever happens to the Eden, even the things that happen which seem to be not good things, does it only for one purpose. Everything is leading to the Geula. Whether it looks like a like a punishment, whatever happens to the Jewish people all has one goal. It's all leading in one direction, which is to the Gula, which is at the end of the Shira. Thus haste. The Allah Ainshim Zain Shlovim in the Seder Aliyas, which means every punishment even, was a, another step, was another uh, level in climbing up upwards, was bringing the Shlemus which brings us to the ultimate good for the Jewish people, was Durch Tem Vertnis Galilah, which brings to the eventual revelation 
of Hashem as the king of the world, as the, the God of the whole world, and so on, and brings it to that perfection. So that's what the Shira is. The Shira, the message of the Shira is, even the things which happened along the way, they all have one ultimate goal, which is read at the end of the Shira. It's all about getting to the Geula. So that is a Shira. That can be called a Shira. And if you see the whole thing as one body of, uh, of a subject, so then you can, that is easily called a Shira. And that's why we read on Shabbos by Musaf, the Shira Sazinu, even though on Sham Shabbosim, you might not see the entire picture of why it's called a Shira. Zayin. But however, we need some more explanation. Vos is the Shaykhaz. What is the connection on the Tam Vos the Chalukalushish Why is it divided into six separate Shabbosim and that that brings out the Shira? That has to be understood. The Azbara was so the explanation is. No, so, so perhaps we could say, at least uh, from the view of the inner dimension of Torah, understood better according to the view of Chesidus, as the Shira b'Musafir Shabbos b'Hesem to the Shira b'Sheishes Yimei Hashavua, that the the uh, songs, the the Shiras Hazina, the sections of Shiras Hazina that were sang along the Karban Musaf, are linked to the Shira, the Shira Shalyayim, that was said every single day of the week. The Azbaroza, to explain the connection. The Mizmeri Ashira in the Sheshesim Eashvua, what was saying by the Leviim with the Karbonus every day of the week, was Yayim Rishon Lashem Aretz The first on Sunday was Lashem Aretz that section of Tilim B'Sheni. On the Monday was God Lashem Amhulam Oyed, great as Hashem and praised. And Raiden, what do they talk about? Say Raiden veginyonim apuul, and so on, and all the other shiras of the rest of the days. Raiden veginyonim apuul is velcha brengin arois. They all describe things that Hashem did. They bring out zane megale elokus in their bria ba'elamei. They all describe how Hashem reveals His presence into the world. B'Shabbos aber, however, on Shabbos, and we'll go through them soon. But on Shabbos, when Hashem rested from all of His work, which means the six days of, the, of creation, Hashem put Himself, His presence, into the creation of the world. But on Shabbos, He rose up from the world. He finished His creation, so He rose up from the world, from the Bria, higher than the creation. Is So then, what does it mean Hashem is revealed at that time? During the six weeks when it says Hashem is revealed, it means He's revealed into creation, into the world. On Shabbos, when He is finished with creation, so what does it mean that Hashem is revealed? He's revealed in Torah and the Yidden. As Torah and the Yidden are, transcend creation. And just like in the Shira to Hashem in regards to the six days in which we praise Hashem in His um, <clears throat> the way He reveals Himself into the creations there are six songs six sections six which describe the thing that happened on that day in a similar way similar to that in the Inyoni is Galus and the Mevishn, 
biyachas to Eden. So there is also those, the ones that we read on Shabbos during the Musaf. There are six sections which express the way Hashem is revealed in regards in relative to the Yidin. And the way the Yidin are connected to Torah. But thus is Kol Teichan Ashira, which is the content of the Shira Kolosh Nakasov, as the Pasuk says, In fact, that is how the Torah describes Shira Sazinu, so that this Shira will be as a testimony to the Jewish people. And that this Shira will be, it will proclaim. Uh, that it will never be forgotten, meaning Torah will never be forgotten from the Jewish people forever. So the Torah describes the Shira as being a Shira which describes Hashem's relationship with the Yidin within Torah, through Torah. So in other words, during the six days of the week, the Levim sang about Hashem's uh, the way Hashem in, um, integrates into the world and what He did through the creation of the world on Shabbos, it describes six corresponding things that Hashem, how do Hashem relates to the Jewish people through Torah. What did they say on Sunday? As the Gemara explains what that means, that He acquired the world means He created the world, He made it available to the people and that he rules the world is what does it mean what is the uh, what is this all this saying as as the veld is the mevishness kinyan that the world is Hashem's acquisition it's his he owns it on it is the shalit and that he rules over it azoi in the eshten peidik from parsh azinu in a similar way in the first section of azinu was read al veros eben against Yisrael v'teira talks about the yidden and teira yarev kamata likhi by it, it will drip like rain my uh, my uh, possession meaning Torah Shani I say before you Yisrael that I have given to the Yidin which is the life of the world and that's the mean that's how it's described that explains Yarev Kamota that is talking about that the Torah Hashem gives Torah to the Yidin as it says at the end of that section who avicha kanecha he is your father that acquired you, he made you, and so on, established you. How the Yidin are connected to Hashem. We, he is our father, and he made us, he is the one that established us, and so on. What did they say on Monday? Which begins, Hashem is great and praised in uh, in. Har on his mountain, on his holy mountain, Shechilek that he divided his the the creation into many uh, sections, many things. There's so much going on, and he he rules over them. which shows, which expresses how Hashem functions in the world that he he's revealed into the world so many different things to correspond to this we say in section 2 of Parshat Azinu when Hashem gave the uh, the nations their inheritance meaning he gave them their sections in the world he established the nations the, the boundaries of the nations according to the 
number of the Jewish people were there. The Jewish people were 70 when they went to, uh, to Mitzrayim, and that's how many nations there are. So in other words, the nations were also established according to the number of Jews that there were. Because the, uh, the, within every nation, the, the, it's all based on the Jewish people, which is the nation of Hashem. In other words, it points out how the, the Jewish people are different from all the other nations. Because the Yidin accepted upon, him, upon themselves the Torah of Hashem and the rulership of Hashem and the yoke of Hashem. And also describes all the good, uh, great things that Hashem did for the Yidin. Was Arise them, God which brings out that which which the is brought in the what the Levim said during the week, how Hashem is great and praiseworthy and so on for all the good things that he did in the Yid. So in other words, these two readings are similar to each other. One is as it happens in the world, and the other one as it pertains to the Jewish people within the world. On Tuesday they would say, Elakim Nitzabadaskel. Hashem is there in the in the uh, in the context of uh, judgment and so on. The uh, he judges and so on talks about matter of judgment. That expresses an idea of judgment and concealment. Because in addition to the fact that he uses the name of Lakim. And we know that Akim is a an outer shell to the Shem Havaya, to the name Havaya. Kamash Kosov says in the Pasuk actually, because the sun and its sheath, its protective uh, coating, like the ozone layer which protects us from the sun, represents Hashem. Havaya is the sun, and Alakim is the the shell that surrounds the sun. For this reason, because Alakim is the idea of masking the Shemavaya, that's why Alakim is to the numerical value of the word Hateva for the nature, because it is master of the earth and Shemavaya, because the name Alakim conceals the name Havaya, which transcends nature. And everything in the world seems to be functioning through nature, means we don't see. Hashem's hand in everything that happens in the world because we take it as if it's nature you know, that's, that's Alakim provides that um, obscuring of Shem Avaya so Alakim rep- represents Helem, uh, concealment of Avaya and that is emphasized in this Pasuk as the Gemara says Alakim Nitzav Hashem Shigila Eretz Bechach Mosai Vehechen Tevel Ladosai and Hashem revealed earth through his wisdom, and he prepared, uh, you know, the world for his people. What it means is, it explains that there was a revelation of um, the world, the uh, the revealed world from the Helen the In tr- the essence of the world is a hidden world, that which happens underneath the surface. Hashem revealed the world from that hidden. Uh, um, potential world where things are not yet obvious and seen and uh, as separate things and so on. There is a world which is called a covered world where everything is seen as one 
entity. The only thing you see is what's the source of, what's the energy that creates and animates the world, and then you see the rest, and then you, Hashem revealed the world, meaning to say, now you see trees and, and uh, trees and different things, mountains and valleys and oceans and so on, but you don't see anymore what is it that makes the world exist. And there's a very big difference between the covered world, the concealed world, and the revealed world. The created beings which are in the concealed world are completely, they know their dependence on their life force. Just like the, uh, the physical um, analogy for the hidden world and the revealed world is the ocean which is a, all you see when you look at the ocean is water, is one thing, you just see water, you don't see any, although there was, you know, multitudes of different creations going on beneath the surface, but you don't see any of that, you just see water, meaning you see only the life force of everything that lives under the water, needs the water, in order to be able to exist, all you see of that world is the water, you just see the source of its life, you don't see anything else, when you look at the revealed world, meaning you look at dry land, you don't see the source of its life. You only see trees and then, like I said, the different details of the world. It's a revealed world, but you don't see anymore where, what the source of it is, what it all depends on. And therefore, when Hashem created the world, which means He brought the world from its concealed state to a revealed state, now all you see is the physical manifestation of the world, the earthiness of it. You don't see anymore its spiritual source. That is lost. Because just like Elikim covers what the real source of the world is, which is Shem Zokmen. So in a similar way we say on Shabbos, Bepedik Shlishi in the third section of Azinu, the Psukim Vibay Eden is given the Helen Philokos that describes how the Jewish people had concealed, were concealed, they, they didn't recognize Hashem, until it concludes by saying, you forgot the God who brought you forth. Similar idea. On Wednesday, the Levim would say uh, during the Karban Talmud, Kael Nekames Hashem, Hashem is a, a God of retribution, Kael Nekames Hefia, come forth, O God of retribution. As the Gemara explains, the reason they said it was because He created, on Wednesday He created um, the sun and the moon, and which nations, which uh, the they worship to the sun and the moon, and He will take retribution for that. In accordance with this, we say in the fourth section of Shiras Azinu, the ancient Puranus from Eden, how the Jewish people will be punished. It's a similar thing. The, the world will be punished for their sins, and the Jewish people will be punished for their sins. On the fifth, on Thursday, they would say, Sing joyously to Hashem, who is our strength. Sound the shofar to Hashem of Yaakov. Zokman in the Perik Hamishi. So in the fifth section of Hazina, we say the Divrei Tanchumim Shiavi Aleim Yavio Aleim Yavoyu Aleim that the uh, the words of comfort 
things that will come to Jew, good things that will come to the Jewish people, that those bring to our ninu, which is what leads to the praise to Hashem that we said on that the Levim saying on Thursday. On Friday, the Levim would say, Hashem Hashem reigned, became the king, and he uh, adorned himself in greatness. Hashem he adorned himself, he um, clothed himself in strength, and so on. Girded himself in strength. Well, the Negadzeh, in corresponding to this, Zakmim Bepedek Shishi was saying the sixth section of Azino, about Hashem's redemption of the Jewish people in the, the end of time, was at which time Hashem's kingdom will be revealed with His full impact. As they said, Hashem is lovish. So, in other words, all the six sections that we read in Parshas Azinu correspond to the six uh, readings that they did during the week. So, based on this, we can say, as Sometimes we say that something that comes to teach something else, it's coming to teach us uh, certain things, to reveal something about something else, and that thing, uh, like sort of reflects back a lesson about the thing which is supposed to be teaching it. Just like the six sections, as we said before, the six sections of Azinu, they really present an entire picture of one shira. As we said before, Al Deral says, and in the Inyan Shira from Sheish Shiva Shavua, so also the six the readings of the six or seven in the seven days of the week, Yemeya Maisa, the days of where Hashem was involved in the creation, Nishnar Bazundra Shiras, Mizmairim are not only to be seen as separate um, separate uh, readings which are not connected to each other. Or something that is specific to that day and doesn't really have connection to the readings of the other days. Not the but rather they present one full reading, one full subject. Just like the Shira Sazinu was to be seen as one continuum, which to, together make up a full picture. So also the readings of the six days can be seen now as one reading, which the whole picture together represents what Hashem does in the world how he represents himself in the world and then the corresponding Shiras Hazinu is how he presents himself to the Jewish people so according to this it would seem that when we talk about the, what's said on Wednesday that Hashem is a, a God of uh, retribution that he created the sun and the moon and he will take retribution from those who worship the sun and the moon. In other words, it's not to be seen as an independent thing just talking about Hashem's retribution of the uh, people that worship the sun and the moon. But really it's seen it's meant to be seen in the context of all the other readings of the week. which means that through that through that that it's not just an independent thing. Hashem will take retribution of the Goyim. Wow. Happy, you know, everybody's happy. No. It's it's what leads to what happens on Friday, what we read on Friday 
that Hashem's kingdom will be revealed, Hashem that the true nature of Hashem's rulership of the world will finally be recognized because they will stop worshipping idols, they will stop worshipping the sun and the moon and Hashem's true mastery of the world will be revealed now that we understand that the whole thing is one homogenous subject which is divided into parts and how these things play out so that even if you look at Wednesday it just seems like a very negative thing and no it just leads to what? that Hashem will finally be recognized for who He is in the world Ches the, the reading of Azinu was read on that many years, like in that year. Based on this, we can say, as in Pashas Azinu's Merumas, Nish Blois, the Etzem Shaychas to Asesimet Shuva, that on Shabbos, on Pashas Azinu, we see not only the connection to Asesimet Shuva as a whole, Poskim Bazer. Which is the reason why we, uh, as the Ramam said, that we we interrupt in those places in Azina because it brings out rebuke. So the people who do tshuva. So in other words, Azina is connected to the general idea of Aser to make tshuva. Nor oich, but rather, even more specifically, the avoid of tshuva miyachedus from Shabbos tshuva but that its focus is on what is the Aveda of Shabbos Shuvah, not just the Aseret but specifically about Shabbos, the Aseret which also, of course, uh, the general theme of Aseret as well. The Chilik Tzvishin, the Tshuvah Shabachol Yemes HaShavua, so the Tshuvah Shabim HaShabbos, what is the difference between the type of Tshuvah that one, that is associated with the rest of the days of the week? And how that's different from the tshuva uh, that is associated with Shabbos is in the fact was during the week is uh, the kind of tshuva that we do is what's called the lower level tshuva on Shabbos Shabbos Isis Toshuv and on Shabbos where the letters of the word Shabbos if you reverse them a little bit it comes out to Toshiv return the idea of tshuva. Is the Aveda from Shuvei Law and Shabbos is the Aveda of the upper level of Shuvei. When Alpha Pias Bechlolus is does the Chilik Tzvishin the Shuvei Baseisim Shuvei and the Shuvei Shabacholim Eisoshona, and although it's true to say that in general the difference between Shuvei all year and the Shuvei that we do in Baseisim Shuvei is also divided that way. All year is tshuva tata. On tshuva, we have the opportunity to do tshuva on the level of tshuva ilah, on the upper, the higher level of tshuva. As b'cholim as b'chol the avodah from tshuva tata, as it says in the parentheses, that the whole year, in general, speak, generally speaking, the avodah is tshuva tata. But sesim tshuva is the ikir ina tshuva from tshuva ilah. The main idea of tshuva during the ten days of tshuva is tshuva ilah, the higher level. So, in other words, that. <coughs> what happens on Shabbos and the rest of the week within Shabbos um, is corresponds to what happens the whole year and the Shabbos but it's known as was discussed a number of times that the main aspect of which is associated with in general is Shabbos Shabbos and the truth is that on Shabbos Shuvah, that's when the height of this comes out. 
the height of the fact that Asez Mitshuva is dealing with Tshuva Yilo. So it's still true to say, of course, that within the Asez Mitshuva itself, Shabbos Tshuva is Tshuva Yilo, as opposed to the rest of the days, it's more similar to Tshuva Tata, at least in context, you know, not in comparison to the rest of the year, but within the week itself, Shabbos represents Tshuva Yilo, and the rest of the week is still on the level somewhat of Tshuva Tata. What is basically the difference between Shuvi Law and Shuvatata as it pertains to man, to a person? The lower level of Shuva comes from a broken heart when a person realizes the mess that he made or she made and so on. It's connected with regret and feeling a feeling of sadness over the many ways in which we make mistakes and so on. When Tshuva Yilah is Basim Rabba, whereas Tshuva Yilah comes from a great feeling of joy, upliftedness. The return to Hashem is because of the greatness of Hashem rather than the lowliness of what we're, where we have fallen. When Dasa in Shiras Hazinu, that's what's brought out in Shiras Hazinu, and that's why it's read in Shabbos Shuvah. On the one hand, it includes thing, matters of rebuke, so that people will do tshuva. But on the other hand, it's called a song. And the Levim sing it as a song for the carbon. And along, accompanied by musical instruments. It's on the one hand it's rebuke, but then it's all done as a song and so on, an uplifting song. And in your Simcha and Idea of Simcha was der far is Ain Aimram Shira El Alayayin. which is why it says since Shira, Shira is associated with joy, which is the reason that we don't say we say Shira only on wine, Shanam Samechlakimba Noshim. That it uh, <coughs> it brings joy, wine also brings joy to Hashem and the people what, what that means is the uh, Shira was done at the time which section, which uh, period of the carbon was the Shira sang when they poured the wine on the Mizbeach every carbon came along with the libation uh, and the sachim of wine, the pouring wine on the Mizbeach as well, that's the time that they sang, the, the Levium sang the, the Shira that's what it means, that we say shira over wine, meaning when the wine was poured on the Mizbeach. And why is that? Because wine brings joy. Well, how does it bring joy to Hashem? What does it mean to bring wine brings joy to Hashem? It means that during the pouring of the wine on the Mizbeach, the carbon to Hashem, that's when they bring, they sang the songs of the Levian. In fact, according to one opinion, Lentman up. How do we know that there should be Shira? What does it mean that there should be Shira? How do we know that from the Torah? From the Pasuk, well, it says in the Pasuk, Hashem says that the Yidin will be punished because they did not serve Hashem with joy and gladness of heart. So the question is, what does it mean, joy, uh, what kind of joy and gladness of heart? What kind of Aveda is done in the heart with... with uh, with joy, have a shira, that shira. So from there we know 
that the Torah requires Shira, that the Torah requires Shira along with the carbon. In any case, what he's trying to bring out is that Shira is associated with Simcha, and that Shira's Hazinu, which is read on Shabbos Shuvah, on the one hand it's Tshuva, it brings up the idea of Tshuva, but on the other hand it's a Shira, it's an uplifted, a, high, uh, a happy uh, gla- uh, a shira, uh, Tshuva with Simcha, which is what Tshuva Ilah is. Test. The Bir So this explanation of Shira's Hazinu is in Yonu Tshuva Ilah, that Hazinu represents Chuvilah is from can be understood from what is the meaning, what happens in Parshas Azinu. The the mitzvah that Hashem gives to write this Shira, Kipshutai, in the literal sense what it means is, is given so that this Shira, meaning Shira Sazinu, will be as a testimony for the Jewish people, as an Aidus Eftaira mitzvah it's a testimony for Torah Mitzvah. Does he that the Shira tut oif by Yidden dem kiim v'chayis and gans Torah Mitzvah? In other words, that the Shira was meant that it should be there to give the underlying joy and energy and chayis to do Torah Mitzvah. That's what it's about. And this is oich mudgish in them, as it's emphasized also in, them, in the fact was avol pias from the pasuk va'ata kisul chemis Shira that even though it's true that from this Pasuk, which if you read it in the narrow reading, it means that you should write the Shira Sazinu, but it's also understood to refer, to teach us, learn and raise Chazal, our sages learn from this Pasuk, from this Pasuk we learn that there's a mitzvah for every year to write a Sevetayr, a full Sevetayr, not just Hazinu. From Dezveg Ndriktos Ois Tayrim Etan Lasha Shira Azais, Still, the Torah uses the term Hashira Zeis, even though it might, it's referring, in fact, truly, it's referring to the whole Torah also. But why use the term Hashira Zeis? Which in the simple reading refers to Azinu specifically. Now, the Shira is the Eidus was Giddim Kiyim Achais from the Gansa Torah because. The, sh- the shira aspect of it, the fact that it's a joyful thing, is what gives the yidden the chayas to be able to fulfill the entire Torah. So, in other words, it's true; it refers to the, the whole Torah also. But it's the an- the uh, the engine which drives Jewish practice, and that we should be able to keep the Torah mitzvahs properly. That is also um, brought out in them in them was gan shiras azinu is edgestalt in ein parsha when in ein kapitel that the whole shiras azinu is one parsha the way the things are divided in the sefer Torah it's one long continuous paragraph without interruption and it's also found in one chapter the way the Torah is divided into chapters and which chapter specifically it's kapitel lamed beis chapter thirty two of and you know the, the Rebbe spoke many times about the question of who divided the chapters who's the one that made these divisions of chapters it doesn't come from Moshe Rabbeinu some say that it comes from, uh, from another religion but the Rebbe said it not, not, doesn't matter the fact is that it's been accepted through all, in all Chumashim by all Jewish people, so that gives it a holiness unto itself, the fact that it's accepted that way. So the fact that it's chapter 32 becomes meaningful 
even though we don't know what the source is, but the fact that it was accepted that way still makes it meaningful. Thus, his Meramez, if Gan stated, the fact that it's chapter Lamed Beis <coughs> is another allusion to the entire Torah. How so? Kiyadu, as it's known as Torah Heb Tzachamit Abeis, the Torah begins with the Beis Bereshis. When ending Tzachamit Alamed, it concludes with the letter Lamed, Le'enikol Yisroel, the word Yisroel, Lamed, which is Lamed Beis. So the chapter Lamed Beis represents the beginning of Torah to the very end of the Torah. So for Zayis for Aiden, and another thing about this is, as the Uftu from the Shira is Oich Bedugmas Inyan Alef Kipshuti, that the the idea of this Shira is similar to what the heart. Lamed Beis, of course, means the heart. So what is the function of the heart in its most mean, literal sense? Just like the whole body depends on the heart for life. So also the entire Torah is dependent on the energy which is brought through Parshas Hazinu. Thus is the left and the Gansa Torah. That's the heart of the entire Torah. When thus is the Teichna Inyan Fun Tshuva, and that is of course also what Tshuva means. A Befrat Tshuva Ilah, especially Tshuva Ilah, the higher level of Tshuva. Vas Maintenance Tshuva Gashmis Meavedus, which doesn't mean the literal sense of Tshuva from repenting for sins. Nor Aduch, nor Aderich and Avedus Hashem, but rather Tshuva Ilah is unrelated to whether a person committed sins or not. It's just a new derech and in general. As an avayda is l'hoshev, as an avayda is l'makayda v'shosh al-adavkabay. As the Alter Rebbe describes in Tanya, in the Yeres HaTshuva, that tshuva, ilah, means that one should raise up the soul to its original source, to be connected to Hashem. So that has nothing to do with whether a person, a person committed sins or not. Just the fact that a person is in this world, it's the idea of bringing the neshama back to its source. Thus, tshuva gidem akiyim v'chayis in the maveda from Torah mitzvahs and tshuvas. In other words, this tshuva especially gives a new dimension, a new energy to Torah mitzvahs. But if not, as an amaisim, as an amaisim veren doch tshuva, amaisim tovim imirin that through tshuva, in other words, this high level of tshuva every mitzvah that you do, every act that you do becomes illuminating. It's a new, totally different kind of a mitzvah. When the Yidin do tshuva, they will be immediately redeemed. First of all, the personal geula of every Jew. Starting from every Yid will, be, will merit the uh, uh, a complete gemar simetayva on Yom Kippur, to the gula klolis, and through this, from the personal gula, it also comes to the general gula for everybody. The gula mitzvah vashlema, the full and uh, true gula, because demol v'zayin shir chadosh loshem zochah. Then will be not shir chadosha in the in the feminine, but shir chadosh, a new song in the the masculine, which means that it has more. The greater power and so on. A geula nitzchus enach ragolos, and a an eternal golos, which will never lead to a, sorry, an eternal geula, which will never lead to a golos again. The meir v'yamei namamish. Let this happen speedily in our day.